What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Just the West podcast. I'm your host, Just the West, and happy, happy Tuesday. Um, we have just finished week seven. We're going to week eight. I'm your host, Just the West, and I'm here with my co-host from LA, uh, T Up. T Up, are you there? Yep, I'm here. What it do? What it do, baby? Um, for those that don't know. I yeah, I was at Santa Clara by the way the, for Sunday night football, and uh, I was in the rain, the atomostrophic river of a rain, and uh, yeah, Niners lost. It took a lot out of me yesterday to recover. It was pretty drizzly, uh, but here we are on our Tuesday nights with T Up talking about Week Seven, state of the franchises, NFC West, everything NFC West football. T Up, how was your weekend? Um, I, it was dry. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to my parents. Um, as you know, they live in Alameda still. So they were telling me that the, it was like crazy, like palm trees just swaying, rain sideways, all this thing. But here in L.A., it was it was nice and warm and oh, sunny, nice. but can't complain. What exactly is a atmospheric river? Is it, what it, What is that, Justin? Okay, so I kid you not, I learned this going into the game. So like Sunday morning, you know, I was eating my munchie, um, my Wheaties, not munchies, Wheaties, yes, my, my Wheaties. And uh, I was conversing with the people that I was going to the Niners game. And I'm like, what is this atmospheric river and why is this such a big deal? Because you know, obviously, as you could see, like it was it was really windy. It was, it was raining and all that. I'm like, what, what the hell is going on? Okay. And so this is something that I learned from uh, my good friend, Michael Mason. Uh, in another lifetime, he was probably like a National Geographic scholar because he seems to know this stuff more than anyone else I know. But he mentioned that in Hawaii, there was a river in Hawaii, okay? And pretty much the condensation from that river went up the sky, went into the clouds. And so you pretty much have a whole body of water in the clouds and then with the winds that took those clouds, it shifted all the way to California, and then it dumped it onto Levi Stadium, essentially. So that, that is what happened. That is why they call that an atmospheric river, because it's literally a body of river water from Hawaii that goes up on the atmosphere, and it goes down on the rain. So you're telling me there was a bit of aloha at Levi Stadium. Exactly. <laughs> it, it was from Hawaii. It went up. We got took that Hawaiian water, and then the wind shifted, and it took a dump in the Bay Area. All right. Too bad it wasn't much of Aloha at Levi Stadium, but it was no. Uh, no. interesting. All right, I learned something new: atmospheric river, Hawaiian water. Yeah. Right. And so, um, you know, it doesn't happen too often, but. There we are. And that's why for that Sunday and that Sunday alone, it was stormy as shit. And even right now, today, no rain. It's fine. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, let's go ahead and recap week seven. I just uh, I can't believe it's week seven and I can't believe we're here for the state of the NFC West because I didn't really see this coming per se. Uh, I thought this would be a more competitive NFC West. But at the same time, too, you didn't see Russell Wilson. You didn't see... The Niners and okay, let's go to it. Yet the Cardinals, they are undefeated at seven and zero. They had an ass kicking. They gave the ass kicking to the Texans this week. 
the Rams are six and one. They gave an ass kicking to the Detroit Lions. And then the Niners, they got their asses handed. We can talk more in detail about that since I was at the game. They're two and four. And then you have the Seahawks who uh, at Seattle. Uh, we can talk about that in further detail to more of my delight. Uh, they lost some Monday Night Football to the Saints. So they're two and five. The tee up, the good news is the Niners are not last place. I think that's by grace of a bye week, but yes, technically you're correct. If it did not include the bye week, then they would they might be last place because they lost to the Seahawks. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> yeah, but um, man, the Cardinals—they're seven and zero, man. Um, so I, I don't—we're technically not halfway into the season, but I did not see the Cardinals seven and zero. The Rams at six and one. I'm surprised, but I'm not too surprised. But I did not expect the Cardinals to be this good. I mean, um, they played like I said. They they played the Texans. The spread actually it opened at fifteen and a half. It jumped up to twenty. Uh, that twenty was way too much, but they still covered the spread. They won thirty-one to five at Arizona. They just annihilated them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, no one thought. I mean. We thought of, we talked about this preseason pod and kind of week one, week two into it, and didn't know that Kyler was gonna you know perform the way that he is. But I guess I mean Arizona's just getting lucky with injuries. It's injury bug bites every team. It hasn't really bit them quite yet. And here's but, the thing too. I mean Kyler Murray, he's playing at an MVP level. Did you know that DeAndre Hopkins, while he does, you know, he had two touchdowns this game, mind you, but did you know that? He is yet to exceed 90 yards receiving this season. They've been spreading the ball all around. Yeah. Uh, Zach Ertz had like 80 yards and a touchdown. They just acquired him. Um, they've been finding ways to, to score the football. And even other defense, did you know that like Chandler Jones and Zach Allen, they were still out for COVID. So I don't know, man. No, yeah. I mean, J.J. Yeah. Watt is performing like he kind of w- like picking up where he left off pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think from all, all aspects of that team, they're actually they're playing really well. I don't I don't know the strength of schedule, like the the strength of the opponents that they played yet. Um, they only had one divisional, right? That was against the Rams. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they won that one. They won that one. That's why they're undefeated. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I guess it is what it well, is. The, the Niners. Niners are close one out of seventeen ten. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, there's really not, in my opinion, there's really not much to say about this. It's just like, well, just wait until the injuries occur. Unless they stay healthy, then damn, that's like they're going to be a scary team. But it's kind of reminiscent to uh, Niners in 2019, they or started, 2018. 2019, you know? they started 8-0. You're, yeah. you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was 2019. And really, um, Niners were flying under the radar. Um, during that off season, and then when they started playing, everyone was like, "Whoa, look at you know, look at them." Yeah, no, for sure. I won't say it. Well, it does have that sort of vibe. Will it be that same outcome? I mean, the Niners went to the Super Bowl that year. Um, we'll have to wait and see. But I'll give them a big shout out. I have on record. I've been very unimpressed by Cliff Kingsbury what he's done the last couple of years. But this year, he's really putting together a good game plan. Yeah, and I yeah. think they put together a pretty good roster. You know, especially on the offense, they. They successfully surrounded Kyler with weapons that he desperately needed, um, and I mean they got an they got an amazing defense too. I mean the secondary was kind of shaky to to begin with, 
still is shaky. On paper, yeah. yeah. But it's still good enough to win games. That, yeah. That's what really matters. That's right. That's right. So shifting gears, I mean, in, in most divisions, you'd be first place, but the Rams are 6-1. and one. Uh, Mind you, they, they're 6-1. and one, They just beat the Lions. Um, so, like, the Cardinals, they were 20-point favorites. I think the Rams were 16-point favorites. I mean, these are, like, two of the highest spreads going into Week 7. Uh, but they played the Lions, and it was a good game between Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff. Obviously, you know about McVay trading his boy Jared Goff, you know, a couple years removed from the Super Bowl. They were saying like revenge game and all this and that. It's like really come on. Hey, I, I'll, I'll give you this. Like it was close. Like nineteen twenty eight Rams. Jared Goff had an opportunity to compete. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the game, but at the end he he had a missed opportunity. Um, yeah, I mean the Rams he threw a pick good. too in the end zone, which which ended up hurting. I mean it that ended yeah. the game. Yeah, that I mean that's pretty much what I'm referring to. And yeah, you know Cooper Cup. I don't know how. You know, for fantasy football purposes, I, I drafted Robert Woods over Cooper Cup, which I'm shooting myself in the foot because I thought Robert Woods would be the red zone guy. But no, Cooper Cup gets everything. He gets everything, man. It's been, That's it's, like uh, Stafford's like BFF forever. He's been playing it's out just, of his mind. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty insane. It's also, you see like little sprinkles of Deshaun Jackson in there. Um, their running hasn't been – I mean, it's as expected, right? They're, you know, Stafford is – leaning more towards the passing right now mm-hmm. and it's uh it's actually showing but you know rams i noticed they start slow you know with that deandre swift run yeah and it, it looked like uh you know lions really didn't have anything to lose i mean to, they went for it on fourth down aggressively yeah. yeah uh what was it onside kick two fake punts mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but you know lions they fizzled out and in the rams they just I mean, Stafford, he just looks fucking scary. That's what – he's he's looking good. And Kyler I was really Murray hoping – Stafford, MVP candidates. No offense, Rams fans. I was really hoping that Stafford wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be at what he looked like when he was in uh, in Detroit. But, you know, fortunately uh, – fortunately, he is playing well for the Rams fans, I guess. Yeah, Wow. No, no, well, yeah, I have nothing, nothing good, or I'm sorry, I have nothing bad to say. The Rams rolled. <laughs> the salt is real. <laughs> um, there's nothing bad I, I can say about the Ramley. It's a big honeymoon. The Ramley, fucking, I hate it's that. A, it's a big honeymoon right now with Matthew Stafford, and I don't see why not. I don't see why not, man. You know what? I, I can't know. wait. I can't mm-hmm. wait when it's uh. It it'll be similar to the Giants and Dodgers, just the two best in the league, and then they they play each other in the playoffs and they knock each other out. Yeah, I think it's going to be similar. Arizona and and LA. Yeah, then there's just the two teams are just going to beat each other out. It's looking like it because if you look at it right now, the third third place team, which is arguably last, you, you have the Niners at two and four, and this was the game I was at. Um, I had a lot of aspirations for them to. At two and three, coming up the bye to get back to three hundred and get back on track and really showing the Nestle spotlight that hey, you know this team is back. Uh, but they took two steps back, actually. Nope, nope. Two big bad steps back, and that's how funny the NFL works because you're at two and three. If you win this game, you feel good back at five hundred. You know you assert yourself back in the NFC West. But they literally took a dump. On the stadium, I mean, it was just pouring rain. Um, 
Jimmy Garoppolo had three turnovers, two picks, one sack fumble. Uh, they they lost the turnover battle. I think it was like minus four or, or no, minus three, minus four or whatever. Whatever. It was pretty bad. Uh, they had a great opening drive, bootlegs. It felt like a lot of misdirection. But then they went one for eleven on third downs, and despite all that, they were down eighteen to twenty three. And this is why I'm giving this in more detail because I was at the game. They were down eighteen to twenty three, and you were hoping on third and ten that they would stop them for a field goal so they at least have an opportunity for the final drive to tie the game. But what happens? Third and ten, they throw it up to Michael Pittman, touchdown, end of the game. The crowd leaves. They lose thirty to eighteen, and this was a game that really, um, uh, you know, if you were to talk about Jimmy G and why you want to have him on your roster to compete for a win now team. I mean, this is pretty much the worst performance I've seen in, in, a, in a long time um, from Jimmy G. And it's just weird because going back to 2018, you saw all this promise. Now you're in 2021 and everyone wants him out of town now. I mean, this game was just, a, the metaphor I like to use is just a huge kick in the nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking Jimmy, dude. It was, uh, it, whether in the TV, it sounded like there was booze coming from the audience. Is that true? Uh, every With pick. Blue words. Every pick there was, yeah. Every pick there was. And it got even more, well, for me at least, post-game, when I had the chance to check out hashtag Niners Twitter because y'all are so great. Um, a lot of screenshots. You know, you saw Sanu. You saw Ayuk. You saw some opportunities where Jeremy Garoppolo could have really, you know, broke this game wide open. Uh, I know it's always so hard to do these little screenshots based off the different circumstances, but it seemed like Jimmy G had some opportunities, but uh, didn't happen. No, I mean uh, he just completely shit the bed. It's it's, it's terrible. This game was just so hard to watch. Um, I don't even know where to begin. I think where to begin is just the aftermath and how disappointed I am that. I think moving – okay. Are we going straight into the takes right now? Straight into hot takes? So yeah, because after this we're going to talk Seahawks, so you better get it in now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I th- unless unless Trey, Trey Lance is not healthy, I, Trey Lance should be the starter moving forward. This this division is just ripped open so much now where it's, you know, you got Seattle and San Francisco on one side, and then you have L.A. and Seattle – or L.A. and Arizona on the other side. And, you know, if you're going to put Jimmy in and we're just going to win, you know, half the games that he plays from moving on forward, uh, for what? And then if you put Trey in and we win half the games moving forward, I feel more better with that just knowing that he's getting more acquainted with the, with the system and with NFL speed and, you know, all that. He needs to see it. There's no – we already know that Kyle announced the starter is going to be – Jimmy, but for what I think what he said, what I read somewhere is like if he if he doesn't put Jimmy as a starter, it means that he's conceding the season, which he doesn't want to do that yet. Sure. I know Kyle, for better or worse, Kyle is stubborn. We all know this, you know. You can be as stubborn as a play caller and, and amongst other things. But there's two two things for, from that that uh I'm just gonna jab at, you know, just just to counter your stuff. Just give me your two cents. I mean Okay, so you choose to go with Trey. You want Trey over Jimmy, but he's choosing not to. Do you think it's because? Um, do you think because 
you don't feel Trey, he doesn't feel Trey is ready. Does he want to ease him? I mean, obviously he wants to ease him in more, but is Trey, is there something wrong with Trey or do you think it's more so the knee? Why is Jimmy? Uh, that's hard to say. I mean, I, I would say objectively, I think it has to do with the injury, but right. what I really think the problem is, is Kyle does not, his ego is too big for him mm-hmm. to, you know, to have another losing season. I think he wants to be at 500 considering if you were six and 10 last season. Yeah. And if he, if he turns out a worse record than he did last year, which is quite possible at this point. Say, um, say that one more time. You, you froze say, say the whole thing again. Or... Okay. Um, wait, where do I begin? Oh, oh fuck. All right. Um, well, okay. So anyways, I think what the problem is, is with Kyle is he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to concede and he wants to go for, you know, to, last season was pretty bad, six and 10. And if he starts, you know, Trey, it could be quite possibly worse than that. And I don't think his ego doesn't, I don't know. This is coming from a fan's perspective, you know? I mean, to your point, if they do start Trey and they continue to lose, he's in so he's in a losing proposition he'll be damned if he starts straight he'll be damned if he doesn't because the, the losses will, will pile on and regardless someone's gonna yeah. be bad someone's gonna be the, bad regardless and right the, and the criticism and all that yeah exactly there's there it's really a lose-lose situation for him at the moment and you know moving forward it's like okay jimmy could probably win half the games moving forward right if if we're if he not including what we already played what they already played. If he could win, you know, 500, I would consider that a success for Jimmy. He could possibly win more than that, but, you so know, that, 500 that, that would be a success. about seven, eight wins. Yeah. So, like, a eight and nine, seven and ten season. But yeah. By the way, 17, home, uh, 17 regular season games now. So, right. Yeah. Well, they're already, what, they already played seven games, right? So, there's ten games left. Oh, shit, I'm, I'm tripping. Uh, they're they're yeah. two and four because of the bye. Two and four, yeah. 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 So there's ten games left, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. if he could win five of the, if he could yeah. win five of those games, okay, then I would consider that a success. Okay. My other question to you, to you guys, because I know we're going to week eight. I mean, if we're choosing to shift, then is it too early to look to trade, get rid, you know, shed some? play the younger players, you know. I've heard some rumors like, hey, trade McGlinchey, trade, you know, Ward, get you heard play Emory Thomas, you, 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 trade Kittle. Yeah, you heard you all You know what it. I'm talking about, right? Like yeah. the purge of, 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 a, of a rebuild. I mean, what is it? it uh, what, what is the solution then? I, I don't think tra- I don't think blowing up the team is is the uh, is the solution to this. Is that really gonna help um, trade you? I don't know. <laughs> that's gonna be t- <laughs> exactly. That's right. It's just it'll. I don't see blowing up the team being a solution. I think you know there has to be some movement and some fluidity in in the thought process moving forward. Yeah, but I don't think Kyle is accepting of that. There's some crazy chatter going on in Twitter. That- as we speak right now. Fuck, why does Jimmy got Jimmy is just he he's not good. I would say this is probably I got a haircut today. I was at my barber shop. And okay. obviously they oh nice fade. There you go. I got a cut. I and got a cut. They, they are there's Niner fans in there, then there's also Rams fans. And oh, I told shit. the Rams fans, 
I was all like, this is guy, this is how you probably felt the last season Jared Goff was on the Rams when he was just pissing the bed every single game and you guys wanted him out. That's a very good analogy because Jared Goff did take the Rams to the Super Bowl yeah. in the same capacity. I would say as it's similar trajectories in their career, you know? Okay. And from the way I see it, I think that Jimmy G's physical capabilities have been maxed out, and I don't think we could get we don't squeeze anything else out of him. The okay. lemon is out of juice. Okay. Um, do you think that, do you think that that college is holding out until he feels that lens is right? Until let's just say George <laughs> Kittle comes off IR, and you know the team gets a little bit healthier. To get put him in a better position too, you know what I'm Set saying. Set him up for success. I, yes, you know, I Jeff could, Wilson comes back, George Kittle comes back. You, you know what I'm saying, right? I yeah, I can see that. Right, because I, I mean, was, like the first couple of weeks, you lose like I don't know three running backs. Trent Williams was he didn't play this game. You know, you, you know, you know what I'm saying. It's been. Yeah, I mean, Kyle did say. Yeah, Kyle did say at the beginning of the season he's not going to play Trey until he's ready. Right, that's kind of mm-hmm. known, so it shouldn't come to a surprise to anyone. Where we probably won't see him until the end of the year. Okay, so I think this is just more of like, you know, sounding off on frustration, but things have fucking changed. And Jimmy has not even given the Niners an opportunity to, you know, a position to win. He literally, if you look at our losses, you know, I would say probably out of the four losses, maybe one, one, maybe two were on the defense, but the rest were on our offense. Sure, I'd say the Packers one when they were up with like 26 seconds. That's you could put that. That's the defense. That's the defense. Um, Cardinals one that was on, that was on Trey. That was on the offense. Seahawks. Uh, we we had mean, to I, score I, on that one. That was that was an opportunities for. That was on the we, offense. The, that the was defense. On the offense. Yeah, the defense did their thing the first half, and then there's this game. This game is is on the offense, so I guess you're two and two right now on the last four losses. Also, two on the you know, defense, so, two on the offense. Something you notice also in Kyle's like after he's done scripted, he has like you know the first drive is all scripted. After that, it's like shit fucking catches on fire. That was just that was just wild, bro. Because <laughs> they got them off tilt. You know, they got the Colts like chasing. You know, bootlegs and all these other things to really get them off balance and then thereafter they went one for 11 that game on third down conversions it was really bad it's really bad i'm sorry you had to witness that game in person i don't know you can tell by my voice but yeah it took a lot out of me took a lot out of me bro and uh it's one of those things where you go to battle you want to come out with with something at least a moral victory but there was nothing really good to come out of it (laughs) (laughs) oh and and, yeah i mean if you want to look on the other side of the ball Fucking Josh Norman, um, Quan Williams. How many PIs did we get called on that? I think they yeah, had over two hundred penalty yards, right, on that game. The fuck was up with that? So they were doing this bend don't break sort of defense, which was great. Got them on third downs, third and long, and then you know what? Carson Wentz he just threw it up. Just That's knowing on purpose, that, hey, though. Oh, of course. You know, because. Basically, the way that the league is right now is like if if it's an underthrown pass, it's going to be pretty much an auto pi. Yeah, and it's I mean, too give easy it for the receiver. The defensive backs—they weren't playing the ball. Their backs are to the ball. Like, yeah, I, I get it. I didn't want to admit at the time as a fan watching it, but those were pi calls. It's just 
Maybe it goes back to coaching because that, that's a lack of discipline. I, I don't know, yeah. man. Yeah, I agree. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's a scouting report on Carson Wentz too. You know, he, he knows that, you know, the tendencies of the defense. So un, let's underthrow my receivers and they know they're going to have to come back for it. And, you know, DBs don't have that awareness. I don't know. That, that's like you said. Yeah. Discipline, yeah. coaching, film study. No, man, yeah. the more we talk about it, it's just like the worst thing. <laughs> no, yeah. Let's let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, okay. Because, you know, we, we can Sorry, talk about – I could talk about this for another 15, 20. But, Elijah Mitchell, though. Yeah, it's not he, good for the Niners. I think this solid. is probably the lowest points that they've been in a while considering, you know, they went to the Super Bowl in 2019 and it seems to have gone downhill ever since. Um, some people are asking for Kyle Shannon's head. Same thing with John Lynch. You can look at their picks, obviously, with – Aaron Banks, second rounder, Embry Thomas, third rounder, uh, you know, Trey Sermon, third rounder, that they're not, not making the contributions, um, you know, every, and also people are pissed off that, uh, you know, Trey Lance might not be the one. I think it's too early, but, you know, people are kind of mad about the three first rounders that they invested in him. Still too early to say, but at this point of the season, you know, Niner fans have a as Kyle said, he, he's dropped four in a row. They have a right to feel some sort of way, and they have a right to be critical of him right now. I do want to give two shout-outs, though, hmm. uh, from last game. One of them being Elijah Mitchell. 100 he, yards. Yep. He's been a stud for, you know, in replacement, you know, just kind of last minute, like, yo, third string running back, we need you. Uh, so shout-out to Elijah Mitchell. And also Alex Mack. I think he's he's been a kind of under-the-radar guy, but – He's really been cohesive to the to the offense, calling out defense. Um, you know, calling out the defense. Um, I think he's been a solid player for our offensive line. Okay, okay, I respect that. Um, we'll see what happens moving forward, and we'll talk about this later on. You know, the upcoming week eight matchups. Um, but a lot of things to take in. I don't mind spending a little bit more time on the Niners than the other teams for this spot because just. I don't know. This this week in particular was more impactful for the Niners versus any other team because, you know, you had all these expectations for the Niners, and this really hit home a lot. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah. So, all right. But what what gets, uh, what kind of tickles your fancy thereafter is Monday night football. Fuck, if you thought Sunday night was bad football, did you see the Seahawks Saints game? Yeah, I definitely saw that game. I mean, when I was watching that game, I just, the image of Jameis Winston licking his fingers doing the, Oh, it, <laughs> I just—I don't know that 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 video like, clip just damaged my image of him. Seahawks. I mean, this was a, another game going back to like at home, prime time, similar to Niner fans. This is a game that was for the fans. This is a game that they needed to win that in the same capacity could really get them back on track. Um, you know, the Saints aren't particularly that great of a team themselves with Jameis Winston, but yeah, man. They shut themselves pretty bad too. They looked without Russell Wilson. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty tough for them. This was a very rare occurrence where you saw not just eight guys in the box to stop the run, but you saw nine guys in the box to stop the run. And going back to Pete Carroll's play calling, he's conservative. He likes to run the ball, and that's exactly what he did. And that's exactly what the defense is expected. And that's why it was they lost thirteen to ten. Um, Geno Smith is not the one, and I know he's the backup quarterback, but that was really hard to watch. Yeah, I mean, 
I can't say that it bothers me, but I mean, yeah, I mean, Seattle is just like, they're, they're reeling right now. And I think you shared a couple of posts with me today that just the, the, the 12, what is it? The 12 fans. Yeah. The, tw- the 12s. The 12s. Yeah. They're just, it's a big dumpster fire in Seattle right now too. So Niner fans, they want Kyle Shanahan's head. And well, you know what? Seahawks fans want Pete Carroll's head in the same capacity. Yeah, they do. They <laughs> That's do. Pretty they do. You know, they they want him gone. They said we appreciate all the all the hard work you've done, but it's time to go, bro. Yeah, I know. They were even naming like possible success um, successors. Yeah, and it was, I was all like, "Wow, they're actually thinking about this. They're putting thought into it." They are. Uh, they it seems like they are ready to move past him too. And um, you know, mind you, they they played well at first to start that game. They had that nice eighty yard catch and run by DK Metcalf, but that was the only good thing you saw. Um, they established the run, uh, obviously, because that's what they like to do. And this defense held up for, for the most part. Um, you know, Alvin Kamara killed them. He had like 10 catches, but, you know, they, they did a – they kept it close. Uh, what really sucks is at home, Jason Myers missed two field goals. Oh, I know. What was – that was crazy. That was pretty rough. For, Seattle's for, been always been known for having, you know, uh, a good punter and a good – place kicker yeah so I mean, I, dixon or dickerson whatever his name is he's pretty solid but yeah the kicker that's weird and i don't know I, like i said niner fans feel pretty bad about their team but these seahawk fans at seattle and to be a, a close game but to play such frustrating football like i, I can understand their frustration too just just yeah. much. well uh, we'll be there in a uh, week 13 yeah i wonder how that Hopefully by then it's Russell Wilson versus Trey Lance. I think I would appreciate that. That'd be interesting. I'd, yeah. Um, all signs are pointing towards that. Honestly, you know. Yeah. But knowing Kyle is probably going to be Jimmy still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being real, man. Nothing. There's no indications that Kyle is going to budge. He has a hard stance, and he's just going to stick to it. Well, let's just it's see if the kids are ready. Hopefully, the well, you know, he needs I know to get healthy. That's I, I know right. we're talking about the Seahawks right now, but uh, I, I would hope that Trey Lance is <coughs> healthy enough to practice this week and be suited. And, and in my opinion, I think week eight, nine, ten, they'll up his snaps, and then by ten on, Trey Lance is the starter. You get what I'm saying? Like they'll ease yeah, him into it. That makes sense. And I'm okay with that. Like I said, <laughs> when Kittle and all these other guy come uh, when they come back, then then you then you pass the torch. That's just my. Take. Did you did you watch all of the Seattle game? I did, unfortunately. Did? Yeah. Did you notice Monday Night Football? They have this these animation graphics for every Monday Night Football. Dude, that's what they're known for. It's great. <laughs> did you see the Harry Potter one? And what, what were you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Matt Stafford one was the In and Out one. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. He was sitting at the bench with Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this last one, it was uh, Pete Carroll and the fish. <laughs> you just hear the guys laughing in the back. They're like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, that's, probably, I, that's probably what it's like at Seattle Reddit right now, huh? Just Pete Carroll and all the fishes. It's, uh, well, you know, you can look at Niners Webzin right now on the forum. It's, it's pretty bad, too, bro. Pretty bad. Oh, shit. Yeah. Do Niners have a Monday night? We do, right? Yeah. Um, 
Actually, I'm going to be going to that. So they play the Bears this week. And then Is after that Monday night? No, they, they play that. That's a 1 o'clock game. Uh-huh. Actually, my bad. That's a 10 o'clock game at Chicago. Yeah. And then week nine, they play um, they play the Rams. And I'm going to that game, Monday Night Football. All right. So I don't know okay. if I should be happy or not anymore. But... <laughs> you know, because week 13 is when we're going to Seattle. That's a Sunday night. And I have a, I have a hunch that that, that is a, a flex option. That might turn into a 1 p.m. game. No, I just don't say that. That's already happened to me. Um, <laughs> that happened to me in 2018 when Jimmy G went down and then they put Beathard in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it played against the Rams. And then um, what happened was they, I got these seats on like the sunny side of Levi Stadium. But because it was Sunday Night Football, I was like, all right, that's fine because sun won't be a factor. Oh, and then it out. <laughs> and so I got fucking roasted. <laughs> oh, if people don't know, okay, ex- explain the whole sun situation at Levi's. I don't think they understand. So you know, Levi's Stadium is in Santa Clara, Silicon Valley. It's supposed to be a billion dollar stadium, but this is probably like the worst billion dollar stadium in the sense that they didn't have I don't know uh, what engineers, archaeologists. I don't I don't know, um, but it didn't occur to them at a certain time for Santa Clara, like the sun will burn one side of the field, <laughs> literally fifty percent. Yeah. Whoever, whoever's on that side of the field, the sun is just glaring on you, on you, like San Jose, Santa Clara, Silicon Valley weather. And it is brutal to watch a game that way. It is so bad. God. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. People just imagine like 90, 90 degrees plus just pounding on you all game. There's nothing you can do about it. And this is like a, you know, supposedly it was supposed to be a stadium, one of the newer ones, and they Totally didn't see that coming. So, o- oversight, <laughs> engineering yeah, oversight. So, I mean, yeah, you know, when I go to these Niner games, either yeah, I like primetime. That sounds spoiled, but I like primetime games to not avoid sun. Not, night games are cool, or you just get out of it completely. You like to be on the other side of the field in the shade. Yeah, and by the way, like the tickets on the shade side are like double or triple the price. Yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> but you feel so much better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I hope it doesn't get flexed. That's gonna be bad. But I mean, it's Seattle, so in in December it's gonna be rainy. Seattle don't even matter. Yeah, it's not gonna matter. You don't hear about Seattle fans getting burned in the sun or whatever. Or yeah. deep? I don't know. So or, yeah, I don't know. Drenched yeah. probably. Bring our plastic ponchos. Oh, bro! I shoot. I I'll use the same poncho I use for the Snyder's game. So ah, perfect. Great. So let's go ahead and talk about week eight. It's been so depressing this week seven. This is so bad. We to talk about something. All right, so let's get this gear up, and it's good. It's good timing because right now we're doing this on a Tuesday night. This will post on Wednesday, so we can actually talk a little bit more in detail about this game because this is the first uh, game of week eight. It's a Thursday night football game, by, by the way, and this will be a lit game to tee up. It's Thursday night football, Packers. At Arizona, two mm. high-flying offenses. Uh, but this is the caveat to it. You would think that the spread would be close, but check this out. Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard are out with COVID. So what is the, sp- what is the spread? It's at Arizona. Arizona is favored by, guess the line. Uh, I'm just going to put it right in the Vegas zone. I'm going to say minus five. Okay, six and a half. Yeah. Okay. 
It was All probably right. at five, and I think with Devontae Adams out, six yeah. and a half. Yeah. I, I would say that you're, you're on point. Fifteen and a half, high scoring game. A Rod, Kyler Murray, like this should be one of the more interesting games for Thursday night football. Green Bay, they have actually a decent defense, no? Their pass rush is not bad. Uh I think they've underwhelmed in some parts, but I can't say much. Because you know what? After they lost to the Saints in week one, they've won every game ever since. They've gone undefeated since then. That's so, crazy. So I, I, I can't say anything. Uh, yeah, I mean, what are your initial uh, thoughts about this game? Arizona, don't they – aren't uh, some players out with COVID on Arizona too? They just got back. So Chandler Jones and Zach Allen, are they are back. Oh, of course. They are back. The Packers are 6-1. and one, The Cardinals are 7-0. and oh. Um this will be a good test for the this this Cardinals yeah. game. I mean, they should be able to win, especially if they take it. I don't know who who the hell Aaron Rodgers is going to throw to because honestly, he doesn't really spread the ball around. So yeah, it's going to be a lot yeah, of Aaron this, Jones. I don't know Aaron right? Jones. Uh, uh, who else? Yeah, they got uh, what's his name, Dylan, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess you know, we talk about the running backs, but they don't really. I don't know who the hell is going to throw. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but you got Tanyan, the tight end. I don't know, right? Yeah. So, um, uh, I think yeah, this is gonna be a good game. But you, you know, Thursday night football, there's some there's some spooky stuff that happened on Thursday night football. Do you think this would be a trap game for Kyler Murray and, and and Co? Uh, I can't say trap because the Packers are good. Um, but I would say it's definitely gonna put them to the test. Okay. And you know, Arizona hasn't really been you know nationally televised. If you think about it, it's just once for the Rams, right? Yeah, you can make a point for that, right? Yeah, so, you know, this is, you know, number two uh, game, national television. See what Kyler got. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, as long as that offense stays intact and they, they are healthy, they're going to be a dangerous team. I think so. I mean, the Packers, they have one of the better secondaries with Jair Alexander. But to the Cardinals' credit, they've been spreading the ball anyways. Uh, mm. A.J. Green's are emerged um rondale moore the rookie has been awesome rondale he, moore, yeah he only had two catches last game but overall he's been very promising zach ertz came you know his first game back he had like 60 yards and a touchdown i mean yeah they're they're looking pretty good they're looking pretty good so yeah. it's one of those you know arizona's like one of those teams it's like if you stay the course and the stars align things will eventually go your way yeah. And I feel like Arizona is that team this season. There's always that one team in the season, you know, where it's like the stars align for them. Right. Whether it's through the set, through the schedule, through the roster, through injuries, whatever it is. Yeah, well, I don't know. Should be fun. Should be fun. So since this is since this is right around, it's literally like going to be like in a couple of days. Um, what say you for this game? Because you might not have an opportunity to predict otherwise. Yeah, uh, let's go. I think Arizona's going to win. I think it's going to come down to the final drive. However, but then the Arizona Cardinals are going to hold the Packers on that final drive. So I'm going to go Arizona 34, 34-31. 34-31? Yep. That's a late game. I'll go... 31-27. I think, yeah, I think the Packers will make it close. I don't know who necessarily they're going to score the ball with. Uh, if I were them, I'd try to run the ball too. 
Uh, they can be had against the run, this Cardinals front seven. Um, yeah, it can be 31-27. Fun game, though. Fun game for, for uh, Thursday Night Football. Good job, NFL. Good job. You finally got it right on Thursday night. Uh, rarely, rarely. So after that, I'm not going to lie. Not going to lie, even though I love the NFC West. But this Sunday game slate for Week 8 is outside of this Cardinals game is, is pretty trash. Okay? <laughs> so... <laughs> 10 a.m., the Niners at Chicago. Okay. So you have either Jimmy G or, I mean, it's supposed to be Jimmy G. Jimmy G versus Justin Fields. And Justin Fields, this is a Bears team that has averaged 14 points a game. Got their asses handed to the Bucks, 35-3. to um, The Niners should win this game, but, and I know coming off like really a lot of pessimism, but. I don't know. I don't man. even know what the line is. Do you have the line in front of you? Yeah, I do. Guess the oh. line. <laughs> so Niners at Chicago. It's a 10 a.m. East Coast. Oh my fucking god! It's it's probably. I'm just gonna go. Bears are not that good, but Niners are like they're really the better team, but they're visiting. Yeah, yeah. Just it's know. probably gonna be like Niners. I'm gonna say Niners minus three. Good man. So the Bears are three and four. Did you know that the yeah, yeah whatever Bears are three and four. The Bears did beat the Ra- anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, Niners are favored by three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. Good. I guess. I mean, I think this is like the last week that the Sharps are actually going to give credit to the to the Forty ers I think every week they're just the Sharps are getting raped with this line. I mean, the Bears like yeah, they looked really bad. It's really bad. If there was a team that the Niners can beat and they beat the Lions, they beat the Eagles, yeah, the Bears would be one of them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, just keep the streak going. They're not going to uh, – apparently the Sharps are not predicting like a, a high-score game. Over-under is 39 and a half. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like it's not like Who could ever score – Maybe be like I don't know, like a, if you can score one touchdown and a field goal, you have a good chance of winning. You know, basically, maybe it'll be like a like a thirteen ten game, like the <laughs> the Saint Seahawks game. I don't know. Oh, good lord! Oh. Question is, should I start? Okay, Allen Robinson has been pretty shitty lately. He's been yeah. I've been on yeah. several leagues, but I have a feeling that this might be a good game to start him. I don't know. What you do know, you maybe it'll take a page out of what Carson Wentz did against the Niners. You know, when in doubt, just chuck the ball up. Yeah. And I would, especially to Allen Robinson in the red zone. Yeah, fuck yeah. 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 Any word on a Kittle? How is he? Um, how long is he on IR? Uh, at least three weeks. So he he comes back uh, after this game. So this is week three for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like maybe they wait. Maybe they're they're kind of holding back Trey until, you know. Yeah. Your best player Kittle comes back. I don't know, but. Okay. Yeah, I can come and see that. Yeah, um, I just found it funny how Kyle in the press conference he said that he believes that this is Jimmy's worst game. And it's like really, no shit. <laughs> like <laughs> this was yeah, really Kyle. Thanks for the, for admitting that. Yeah, but sorry. Anyways, yeah, I guess uh, final score. Pff, fucking name, man. I don't even. You go first on this one. Niners twenty, Bears um, 
16. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> it's right there, right? Yeah, right there, right there at the spread. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. 20 seems like a good number. I think two touchdowns is already a lot to ask for. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go 21. Weird score. 21-18. Okay. So, I mean, I guess we're expecting a... 18, you're saying like six field goals? or It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Onwards to the next anti-lift game. You have the Rams. And... Um, they're playing Houston. They're playing the Texans. <laughs> so they they beat the. No, this is how you this is how you continue to stay atop the ranking. So the Rams are six and one, and so pretty much, uh, yeah, they uh, they go from the Lions to the Texans, the two worst teams in the NFL. What and, happened to Davis Moore? Wasn't he looking good at the beginning of the season, and then all of a sudden, like. What happened? What happened to that guy? You mean the the quarterback, Davis Mills yeah. or whatever? Yeah, David Mills. He's Davis still, Mills. He's still there. I mean, he's he's a rookie quarterback. He's just you know just going uh, through it. Going through the motions. It's not good. Yeah, I mean, he's from Stanford. Yeah. It's cool, but. Uh okay. Yeah, I'm so gonna guess Rams at Houston. At Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh shit. I mean, if they gave Detroit sixteen and a half points. I'm going to guess. This is at Houston, though, not like at L.A. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Probably I'm going to go Rams thir- minus 13. You've been on point, bro. It's 14 and a half. Very- is it really? Oh, I was going to say 14. Yeah, very close, yeah. though. I mean, essentially, you might as well just round up. Yeah. But Rams 14 and a half over under 48. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, pretty much my assessment was the same assessment when the Cardinals played the Texans. It's just just take yeah. care of business. Don't get hurt. Um, yeah, man. However, however, this is this is a trap game on paper. Why is that? Texans don't really have anything to lose. They're playing in Houston. You know, Rams look like they're flowing. It could be a trap um, game. I mean, the, left, the, the Rams it, lost to the Jets. It, it happens. Yeah, it yeah. happens. We don't okay. know, you know. But I, I mean, if it does, I'm gonna be shocked. Okay, I'll go. Um, you want to do? A, you want to do a prediction on this one? Uh, I'm surprised that over under is not fifty or above, but I'm still gonna pound that over. Yeah, I'll just go Rams. I don't know, Rams thirty four. 34 17. 34 Oh shit, that's an ass kick it. Okay, I'll go right at this right at the over under 20 20. Okay. Yeah. 20 20. Okay, and the last one in the NFC. So you yeah, those two games were lit. So the Jaguars at Seattle. The Jaguars at at Seahawks. <laughs> Hey, you never know, man. Trevor Lawrence, he's been this he could has be, his yeah. moments. Uh, I mean, so the Jaguars are one and five and the Seahawks are two and five. At Seattle, by the way. I mean, you know, if you thought the Saints game was bad, for fuck's sake, they're playing the Jags now. Yeah. Seattle secondary is not good and they got Marvin Jones, who's been you know, uh 
Trevor Lawrence is kind of BFF in the end zone. Yeah. You know, I don't know. These are both shitty teams. I'm going to go Seattle. Seattle. I'm going to put it in Vegas. So in Seattle minus four. You've been pretty close. Seattle minus three. Minus three. So the, the, you know what that tells you, right? It's an even match. Yeah. So if both teams, that's the for all our loyal fans. If both teams are evenly matched, you usually give the home team three points. So that's how the Sharps be with mm-hmm. Two evenly matched team with the home field advantage being three. Who, who would have thought we would come to this point where the Sharps see the Seahawks and Jaguars <laughs> the same? Over under 44. Yeah. Wow, low. 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 Not as low as the Niners-Bears game, <laughs> but it's pretty low. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go. I think Seattle's gonna bounce back in this game. Uh, I'll go Seattle twenty-four. Jags. I don't even know the score. Twenty-four thirteen. Okay. Actually, no, I have Marvin Jones. Let me take that back. Twenty-four fourteen. Two okay. touchdowns to Marvin Jones. I think that the Jags will upset the Seahawks. And Pete Carroll might get fired for this. Yes. Yes. And hear, me, and, hear, and hear me out. The Jags are coming up a bye. They're well rested. Mm-hmm. James Robinson, you know, Trevor Lawrence has been getting better every week. They've been losing, mind you, but um, I think they've been getting better. Um, you know, last, uh, last time they played, they were in London to the Dolphins. Lost. Uh, actually, no, they won. Yeah, they won. Oh, their, wait, so the, their last game was a win? Yeah, the London game. Oh, shit. Their, you, you know what I'm saying? So they got their first win. They go into the bye week. They got some momentum. And they go to Seattle now. And Seattle, they are reeling pretty bad. So okay. give me the All Jaguars right. 27, Seahawks 24. Right? Seattle's going to be all up in your DMs. You get, But you get my angle, though, right? I mean, Oh, so. totally. I didn't know they were coming off a bye. And I forgot that they lo- they won their last game in London. So actually, yeah, I do like your yeah I like your picks better than mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just go with that. But overall, like I said, uh, you have a lit Thursday night football game: Packers, Cardinals. I think we're on board with the Cardinals winning, and then it goes to shits on Sunday. You have the Niners at Chicago. Niners should take care of business. Should take care of business. You got the Rams at Houston. Done deal. And then this is where the 50-50 split goes between either the Jags or, or the Seahawks. And that's your week eight for the NFC West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I would say this late for this weekend is uh, enjoy your Halloween with your family, folks. <laughs> that is right. That is right. Um, <laughs> Halloween Sunday. So enjoy your NFL Sunday. and Hopefully you can watch some Sunday night football. You know, don't be cheap. Give some good candy to those kiddos. Uh, decorate your, your front. Into the spirit. I know we're actually we're still in a pandemic, but uh, you know, do your best. <laughs> what are you What are you dressing up as? Oh man, I've, I've thought about that. I I haven't. I know a lot of people have been on that Squid Game sort sort of vibe. Um, I don't know. What do you what, what say you? Do you have you got something in mind? Uh, I bought a onesie. It's my very first onesie. I never owned one before. Um, and this onesie is Snorlax. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I love it. It's so comfortable. All gains, bro. That's good. Yeah. I like it. Actually, <laughs> shoot, we should just do um, a FaceTime because I, uh, I got a Pikachu onesie. 
Ooh. All right. Snorlax XP. I just found out that Snorlax actually evolves into a Pokemon. That's got to be new. I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, it's called uh it looks like a fucking like a Samoan version of Snorlax. Snorlax evolution charts. He looks mean. Oh no, he evolves into uh Oh shit! Yeah, he does. It's really What's big. his name? Well, no, is that it? No, 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 no. He looks like some ripped dude, and he has like a. It's like standing up, how I mean. Yeah, what the? Oh, that's a mega Snorlax. That's still um. It's like a Super Saiyan t- uh, temporary evolution. What is his name? Uh, it's just called Mega Snorlax. No, there's another one. No, oh, no, no, I think I'm tripping. There is. Hold up. Snorlax. Sorry, guys. You're, you, we're still in the pod. We're talking yeah. about this. No, no. The, the listeners need to know this. Oh, God. I t- Let me do images. It's Munchlax. Oh, here it is. Munchlax is the pre-evolution. Yeah. Oh, I think you're right. I think it's Mega Snorlax. Okay, so that that's just all right. So a Mega Evolution is like Super Saiyan. It's it's temporary. Oh, okay. Okay, you need to do. Anyways, I, I've said too much. We said we've talked too much about this. <laughs> we got we got to end this pod, or else we're gonna okay. All right, all right. Ability for an NFC West. Pod. <laughs> Enjoy your uh, your Halloween, folks. Don't Uber. Don't drive. Don't drink and drive. Um. Yeah. So- and. Yeah. Hand out good candy, like Justin said. Yep. Thank you to all our listeners. Spotify. Don't yell at kids. <laughs> or iTunes. Continue to follow the pod, wherever it may be. And also, you know, Twitter, as Just the West, and Instagram, as Just the West. And, of course, the blog, which needs a lot of work still, uh, www.justthewest.com. Tia, I appreciate your time. Happy Halloween. Enjoy your Snorlax onesie. Um, be safe out there, guys. Okay? We out here. All right. Peace. Later. Peace, peace, peace.